presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to our show with the Channeling Eric 2.0 model. We've got, of course, Michelle Gray and Stephanie Pet. Perez. I'll say it in Spain, Spanish, because my uh, dad's from Spain. Hello, hello, hello. Perez. And hello, we have Kim Boyd.com. And, of course, I will put this all on the YouTube that I make this into and also on the blog. Somebody get that dog. She's scratching at the door, dropping me nuts. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show dog. without yelling. Oh. <laughs> Here's what we're doing here, guys. We're going to talk about loss, woohoo, changes, and coping with how to navigate through the holidays with this uncertainty, of course, given the pandemic, it sort of changes everything. And this is actually the first holiday season we've had, and hopefully the last, with the COVID uh, pandemic. So, Eric, you're going to talk about that, I hope, along with Stephanie and mm-hmm. Kim and uh, Michelle. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, just join us and see if we can be a part of this conversation while we walk together through these holidays. And we're going to make it on the other side, hopefully, with a lot of presents. Just kidding. Oh, maybe I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> okay. It's a little different this year, but I guess we'll start out with, I guess, Eric. Hi, baby. I love you. Well, and he's saying, I love you too, Mama. And uh, one thing, um, you know, he checked in with me a little bit earlier, and um one fun thing that I just wanted to kind of share with everybody that I didn't know everybody knew that when we talk about, you know, the, the story of the three wise men and the star and Christ and all that, when they're bringing the gold, frankincense and myrrh, there was a reason they were bringing gold because he was such a high dimensional being like 12th dimensional or even more that he couldn't even hold his physical form. He wouldn't be able to, without the gold. And so wow. that was the purpose for the gold, that they brought the gold, yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, I, he makes me put so much frankincense and myrrh oil on my mm-hmm. seven chakra, on my chakra points. I'm dripping right now, I swear to God. I that's, haven't had that's a That's very to. protective. Yep, high oh vibrational and protective. So know. he says a lot of people can really benefit from using that, helping to keep their vibration high. Well, it seems to but also... It makes me put it on the Herkimer mm-hmm. diamonds, and I think it it mm-hmm. increases the that amps up the scalar energy uh, signal. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, who was talking? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you know, so he's just saying, you know, for for one, he he wants people to look for the blessings in disguise and all of this because yeah. you know, look yeah. at how commercialized Christmas has gotten and holidays for people. So many people are in debt for four to six months after the holidays to put on this Mm -hmm. lavish Mm -hmm. gift-giving party overindulgence thing. And he says, so that is one of the benefits this year, that people are really going to start looking within and looking what's really important and the families, you know, their families. And he talks about, Eventually, we'll kind of be going back to more simpler times where it's more community-type things, you know, um, and people really supporting each other. So he's saying, you know, 
and for those that have had loss, it is an especially difficult time. Um, I know. The bill's getting a lot thinner of and lost. thinner every yeah. day, though. Hmm? Yeah. A lot of us have lost people to COVID, for example. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and the fallout, the, the, the collateral damage also from Right, right, from right. And then anytime yeah. there's holidays, that loss just seems so much more magnified. So, yeah, he's just saying, yeah. everybody be good to yourself, take care of yourself. And just really evaluate what's important and take stock in that this year. And appreciate, be in gratitude, appreciate what you have and appreciate your family or whatever your situation is as much as you can. I don't know, do either of you, you other mediums want to add to it? Or are you Elisa? No, I don't have anything to add to I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. Eric. <laughs> we need one of those signs that's like number two. Speak number two. <laughs> yeah. That's one. Okay, number two. Who wants to be number two today? <laughs> Nobody wants to be I've, number two. I've, I've got Eric here and he's talking about like how how we don't need to be so traditional um as we were in the past. He says that this mm-hmm. is a chance for people to create new types of traditions and new things for them to do and appreciation of how, um, how valuable their family and the energy of love truly is and not putting, not putting a dollar note on it. Okay. Not putting like a price tag on it, but he's saying like, you know, uh, if you have something extra, he's talking about um, also like giving, giving to your neighbors because that's a blessing as well. Someone who is less fortunate than you. I know with COVID it's difficult, but Eric's being funny and he's showing me like dropping a box in front of someone's doorstep, knocking and running away. <laughs> he's saying like, he's like, yeah. surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is, it is definitely like the little blessings. And, and I myself, like I look at things a little bit differently this year. Um, Eric taught me a lesson about family. You know, we, we took a trip and visited family, and just the drive alone was was worth it, um, even though the time was short. But that quality time was really what mattered, not the presents or the gifts, not even the meal, although we were very grateful for it. But the the energy of love, like the vibration of, of, of being in that state of that positivity and, and allowing things to flow, you know, just kind of looking at things from a different perspective. You know, and that's the value in it. I I think one one idea might be that we can give in a less traditional way. For example, uh, making, uh, you know, donating personal protective equipment to our healthcare workers, maybe the fire department, (laughs) the paramedics, you know, and just making things for them. Uh, Of course, you can't make any food because, you know, that's, all sorts of health issues, or they think it is. No longer are the times where I can bake cookies in my apartment. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, and, and just uh, making sure that they feel appreciated. I know because my eldest, second eldest daughter is an emergency room nurse. And she's saying so much COVID here. And, um, well, you're, you're, you also know this, Tim, as a health care provider yourself, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted so, um, to add something in really quick because Eric was not only just talking about people, he's showing me like pets and animals. 
Mm. And he was, he was asking that people like, don't forget about them because they're actually like those animals that are in shelters and things like that. They still need mm. things as well. They need food as well. Oh, what a yeah. great idea. And toys. Right. And little love right. to snuggle up with. And a, and a home, especially the older dogs. And you know, yeah. that's because right, they have to think about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good you know, idea. Eric, Eric is just adding in here, too. Is, is, I mean, he's really been saying a lot of the same stuff that he's been saying to all you ladies. And um, he says the pandemic, it's really an opportunity to find what's meaningful in your life, what's meaningful mm-hmm. in relationships to make choices like when we talk about commercial shopping and all of the money and all of the things that had been in the past, this is a really good opportunity to now support local businesses, to support small businesses, to start to look into your own community to where you can make a difference. But what I really like that he was, was saying a couple moments ago to me is he says all of these things. So when we look at the, the loss, when we look at family changes, job changes, we look at all the things that the pandemic has brought. He says the biggest gift that we could give to ourselves is acceptance, acceptance mm. of what is to be able mm. to accept that, yeah, this year is different. And that doesn't have to be bad, even though mm-hmm. some of it might create pain. It might be uncomfortable. But like anything else, he says acceptance is what helps us practice presence. And we have to practice being okay with uncertainty. And that's really going to help us get through. And that's what really helps us create. Because we are in a time of creation, he says, and we're working into more meaningful positions in our life, whether we see that right now in our life or not. So he says, don't forget to be okay with where you're at. Acceptance is key. I really like that because you're right. Uncertainty means that you are just, flipped out of your rut and you're forced to see, you know, like God closes one window, he opens another, whatever. I can't remember mm-hmm. how it is. To see, well, what other opportunities do I have? Not only for yeah, myself, you're forced but to, surrender. to be of service to humanity yeah. and so on. So, um, and yeah. I've seen that a lot with the people who come to Atlanta Scalar. Um, there are a lot of people who like, okay, I, I quit drinking, no more tobacco. I've done my shit. I've got healed my trauma. Now it's time for me to serve humanity. Yeah. And it's just incredible. Yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so many of us are armchair, you know, disciplinary. But, you know, we're, we're, we're listening to these words and somebody's like, no, okay, let somebody else do it. It really is hard to say, hell yeah, I'm going to start a group. In my neighborhood, I'm going to get my friends, and we're going to go um, go to the local shelter for um, women and children, or we're going to go to the, uh, we're going to do Christmas Carol, or you know, whatever. Or we're going to go to the theatric ward and do this, that, and the other thing. I mean, we don't really, we hesitate to organize ourselves to do a bigger purpose and it's much easier it's much better and more powerful to do it as a group than it is to do with just little old me or little old you so what do you mm-hmm. say to that Eric? she says there's a lot of power in the collective and anytime um you know two people or more join together it it there's that christ presence there and it makes it really powerful no, no, but and, how do we get ourselves off our asses I'm, i've got the same problem 
I'm listening to like, okay, we're going to take the first step and do that. it. Somebody just has to organize it and do it and put it out there. And right. um, it'll happen, you know. We need Heather Hartford, man. She can organize the shit out of everything. She <laughs> yes, did the whole thing. Sorry, this is where Eric gets it, okay. Or maybe he influenced me. I don't know. But he, I mean, this, she organized the whole Trimley Eric fundraiser like you wouldn't believe, together with, with Abby and, and, and Laura and Kevin. Um, so anyway, we, we need, there are people that are like that, that they are, um, what do you call them? First adopt, not first adopters, but trailblazers, you know, that can mm-hmm. really bring mm-hmm. people together. They got this gift. Yeah. Well, everybody's got their specific purpose and their specific thing they do. Yeah. You know, exactly. so you, you just, you find those people, they get it started and everybody else will bring something else to the table. Mm-hmm. But he's also talking about here too that the you know the whole kind of meaning behind the Christmas thing is finding that Christ presence within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, he what says is if that? we can just well, what is the that? Christ consciousness, the Christ presence within, it's where you recognize yourself as as truly a sovereign being, a child of God. Oh, what you mean uh, that we're whole and part of Source? That sort of thing? Right, right. Like Christ had it. But we are divine. Knowledge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and so all of these things that are happening in the world, they're gonna, it's going to um, help us to flush out what's our shadow side still, what's still dark or preventing us from really uh, connecting with that full Christ presence. You know, yeah. many people feel unworthy or unlovable. There's so many r- different things that people oh, but they're not um, people. You are don't perfect. step into their true power about. So this is what it really is about finding that presence. That it's um, having that love within you, so that it's like so that you're no longer the seeker of love. You're the you radiate it, and everything comes to Ooh. you. Wow, your, the vibration just matches and it comes to you. Absolutely. Stephanie, what do you think? I mean, it, it reminds me of this mantra, a mantra I learned that I, I am God and God in me. And it, hmm. it is, it is, it's, it's, it's acknowledging your divine sovereignty. It's acknowledging who you are as a divine spiritual being. But it's also about not just caring for others, but caring about yourself as you would care for others. Because mm. if we're not also caring for ourselves and putting love into ourselves, putting focus into ourselves, then we're working from a, ha- a cup half empty. And so, like, Eric is talking about ensuring that we're filling our own cups as well, especially taking care of our mental health throughout the holidays and throughout the season, you know, taking time out for ourselves. Eric is talking about taking time for meditation, doing breath work. He says this is very important, listening to music that makes us happy to raise our vibration as well. Um, He's talking about dancing in the living room and just movement and having fluidity. He says all of these things that can bring us a sense of joy, also can bring us a sense of peace through the holiday. And he says that this is important because what we're 
feeling inwardly, we're projecting outwardly. So therefore we are putting this love, putting this joy into others as well and shaping a different type of experience this year. As we acknowledge ourselves and as we care for ourselves, we can care and acknowledge others as well for the good that they're doing or for whatever yes. situation that they're in that may, you know, require extra hands-on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I did a, a couple of people, takes forever, uh, opening again, opening up their energy blockages uh, remotely through the scalar field. And so, like, movement is awesome for that. But I would break a couple of hips probably if I did that. So, But, you know, a lot of people have a lot of self-loathing because they've had trauma in their lives. They've been told they're not enough, et cetera. But, you know, if, if they were to see what other life was being triggered by the trauma in and in, in this present life, they would see that it's all a mutually agreed on contract. Some of the stuff we've done in a past life is not good. Uh, you know, like a very typical one person, like a kid had claustrophobia. He got uh, the first breakout of smallpox, didn't want to stage it because the quarantine box was so small. So the entire family died. But that's all a mutually agreed upon, um, you know, a spiritual contract. And uh, we're supposed to do that stuff. We're supposed to do bad things, good things. We're supposed to be hurt by other people. And, and the, the secret is to not let it make you think less of yourself. You've got to remember, I am not less than, but I'm, I, I'm strong because I put this on my plate, this incarnation. I am powerful. Because I put this on my plate, and now all I have to do is change it from a weapon to a tool to learn. And that's the secret. You've got to flip your perspective. No longer should that be your trauma be a weapon. You have to change it to a beautiful guiding light that can make you learn how to not just live intellectually knowing that we are one, but actually, I mean, live it. Knowing right. we are one and whole and part of God, and we are perfect That's the right. way we are. That's right. Where's my standing mm-hmm. ovation? Where is it? No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was my channel. I got that from there. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sitting here talking, and I'm saying, nope, nope, no, this is not coming from me because I am not that smart, okay? I'm not that, uh-uh, it's coming from somewhere else. Oh, my God. But anyway, whatever. Take the words. And um, hopefully learn by them wherever they're coming from. Well, you know when those when those thoughts about ourselves here, he's telling me something to to tell all you guys. That'll help. When those self demeaning thoughts about ourselves come up, they're coming up so you can remember them, and so that you can heal them. And we heal mm. in the moment. So each time. He says if we walked around with a notebook or a piece of paper and a pen, each time we had a self-demeaning thought about ourselves, if we looked at the time, looked at the date, wrote it down, wrote healed, and you brought it into the moment and healed it. If it was mm-hmm. a thought about and you know someone you're mad about, you're you're mad at that came up, do that same thing, write it down healed. And then send love and light to that person to counteract whatever the energy was. Yeah. And he says, just just keep doing that, and that'll help a lot because that's what well, it's coming up for. It's coming up for you yeah. to heal it. 
And also, it's, I think one of the most powerful things is to take anything that bothers us about whether it's self-deprecating about something or whether you're mad at somebody, is just see where is that lesson? Where is that little golden nugget? I want to know what that mm-hmm. lesson is in here so I can be so grateful for it. And, and once you do that, once you, once you see how valuable it is, even though it causes pain to you or others or both, then, you know, you can incorporate it, integrate it into your life as a lesson and to your soul as a lesson and then express gratitude and then let it go. Then you don't mm-hmm. have to continue to dwell on it, um, perseverate. I like that word. Perseverate on it, you know, kick yourself in the ass about it. So, <laughs> be willing to do it too like be willing to go there and just like what eric said about acceptance earlier healing is is all about acceptance acceptance to begin with um accept what the situation accept how you feel about it because you can't go into something and really heal it if you're not able to look at it and accept what it is or accept that it hurts accept that maybe you hurt someone someone hurt you to be able to go down that trail in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you ever think that you guys, sometimes you hurt people, but it's part of the contract for you to be an impetus to help to, to, to help them evolve. Yeah, right. I'm not telling you to use an excuse. Yeah, let me go hurt some people so I can make them evolve. But, I mean, you have to look, and, and you know, your intuition will tell you. If you open your heart and you really, really trust what your heart is telling you, you will find, you will know what the motivation is for how you treat others. For sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is true. Now, one other thing I want to talk about, and I want Eric's, uh, you know, opinion on this, you know, a lot of us are disabled or or we don't have the money to, to, to have this grand helping humanity thing during the holiday seasons. So can we just do something that, Something that can still have so much power, like like sending out love and light, pray, uh, pray. I mean, is there some other thing that people who aren't big organizers, who can't sit there and do a bunch of stuff, that's like me, okay? I, I, you know, I, I, I'm limited in what I can do. Is there something else we can do that will pack a punch, that will help humanity, or that will help the people suffering during this pandemic, Eric? Well, any little thing you can do can can make an impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a kind word to somebody can totally make their day, yeah. and it can raise your vibration as well. That's true. Right? So you just start with whatever you can do and go from there. Okay, well, so um, I, mean, I did an experiment years and years ago. Uh, this is before Eric died. I was always into random acts of kindness and I homeschooled the kids and so we read from that book every day the random acts of kindness and we would do things like you know anonymous letters of gratitude to a teacher fire department whatever or we would you know pay for the person behind us in the McDonald's line lots of happy meals in my life I'm telling you that (laughs) and um so it's you know I, I think it's really important to do little things like that but um no, I forgot where I was going with that. Because see, somebody is freaking printing out stuff on my printer in here, and it's driving me nuts. Hang on. Hey, you guys, stop printing already. God. Okay, I'm done. 
you don't have to deal with. Oh, my husband's <laughs> under working in my home because his office is closed. I feel like turning off that printer. But anyway, all right, go ahead. Sorry, guys. I love my family. But you know, I got it. I'll share with you. I'll share with you something um, small, okay? But it had a big impact. And this is something that we can all do, regardless of the situation. A couple months ago, um, when we were, you know, in lockdown still, and the grocery stores were really, really, really busy. They still are, but in our area, they were so busy, and the the lineup to get out of the grocery store was wrapped all the way around the outer edges of the store. So my daughter and I, and this is my 15-year-old daughter, we were standing in line, and there were two men that were a couple people ahead of us, and my daughter and I were just talking, and we look up, and the two men started arguing, and they were yelling at each other about, you're too close to me, back up, back up, you're too close to me. And so they started to argue, and it got oh, really wow. volatile. So we were like, people were stepping back because they thought they were going to start throwing punches. It was getting really rough. And I said to my daughter, I said, watch this. Watch what we can do. I said, I'm going to blast light from my heart chakra into these two men. I said, I said, watch. And so she said, okay. So connected to source like we would when we do a healing or whatever and blast that energy with the heart chakra and I kid you not within moments the two of them were apologizing to each other and saying you go, oh my God. No, you go ahead and and wow. just, like that's something that we all have this ability to do that comes from the mm-hmm. heart when we really are doing something we all have that connection to source we all have that connection to love no. and so when right. we put our intention out and we send that out it's got real effect and so it doesn't matter what you do when when you're at the right place at the right time if you can look at a mother that's having a hard time with her child and you can just smile and say hey can I help you or just I know what it it feels like you're having a hard time smile send love send energetic love to a situation if somebody else is having a hard time out and about there's so much that we can do that maybe nobody else would really know that you were doing it, but that's what has the big impact. That's what links yeah. everything together because we're all connected. You know, Absolutely. I did that a nail appointment. You know, I don't, I don't get my nails done ever, but somebody hmm. shamed me with it. I won't say who because they're in my family because, you know, I, it's just terrible. Um, I just really don't do that kind of stuff uh, for myself. So anyway, but I went to the lady and there was a, a Wonderful place, and this lady was the kind of a big wig there, the manager at Dermacare. Shout out to them. Uh, she was obviously must have been having a, a very bad day. I couldn't really understand her very well because she was getting these. By the way, watch Angela Johnson, nail salon, great stand-up. But anyway, so <laughs> I, she was so mean and grouchy, and I was really sweet. In response, so I just started beaming the love yeah. and light into her heart and all that stuff, and it yeah. hugely changed her. So you are yeah. so spot on, Michelle. It's so true. Yes, yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really is. So, anything else we can do to help us navigate the not only navigate well, for ourselves, of course, we have to navigate for yeah. ourselves, and well, just to one, somehow help others. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So. What else that Eric was touching on was that, um, you know, look at how, you know, 
with everything that's going on, how much fear got projected into the mass consciousness and how it's keeping the vibration, mm. attempting to keep the vibration down. But he says love is, is a higher vibration. And by putting love into the mass consciousness, you can override it and have a really big yeah. impact and people can feel the love within the mass consciousness just like they mm-hmm. can feel the fear. So if people practice doing that by just being in a loving state. That's true. That is so that will true. Help. What I'm what I'm getting from Eric, he's actually being funny and he's showing me donation boxes and he's like, Have you tried cleaning out your closet lately? <laughs> oh god. And he's he's talking about all the extra stuff that we have and all the abundance that we have, you know, things that we're not using that someone else could use as well. He's like you can drop things off at your local donation center as well. And there's a lot of Cases where people are doing food drives, you know, you can drop things off to the food bank or you can even visit one if you need one. But there's so many organizations right now. And he's talking, he's showing, Eric's showing me like stacks of canned green beans. He's being funny. But he's showing me, and it's back box of mac and cheese. And, and he's saying like, you know, this is the stuff that people need because you really don't know what's going on within everyone's home, you know. And there's a lot of people, especially there's a lot of single parents with children that, their shelves are empty or they're very limited to what they're receiving either in their unemployment or, you know, the the limited resources because some neighborhoods have very limited resources. There are more impoverished areas as well that don't receive as much as some other areas. So Eric's talking about like distribution of things, you know, if you can buy an extra box of mac and cheese and put it in a donation um, bin or, you know, just, just one simple thing, a, a jar of peanut butter for someone, a can of tuna fish like, exactly. to help people yeah. get by. He's talking about helping people get by because really that's what it is about. That's another way that we can spread our love, that we can spread our light and show, you know, each other that there's, there's people who care. We're not alone. We, we right. are all together. We're not alone, but people do feel that they, way. I don't want to say especially, but the veterans are very often the invisible their families are very often yeah. people and there are a lot of uh, families of veterans who the, the, the father or the mother uh, died in action or was severely injured and are very disabled. And I know there are certain organizations that are like adoptive family for Christmas where mm-hmm. they cannot afford Christmas presents for their little children and you know, mm-hmm. I, I know that Christina, my eldest daughter, uh, does that, but just adopt a family. Just It doesn't have to be expensive stuff, you know. I mean, they, uh, you, maybe they have a couple of kids. You buy them 50 bucks worth of toys, and they're happy because it's maybe the only thing they've gotten. Not only just veterans mm-hmm. and their families, but others, um, single women who have been abused are now in, you know, women children's shelters. You know, Eric and I... We made um, scooters, and it was on the news. It was so cute for the um, yeah. women. But also nature, what we would do as a Matthews family, and I guess we went off the wagon, say, because we've just gotten busy. We, but I wanted to do this so that my children could um, could understand how important it is. We would go out in nature and wrap a tree with edibles for the birds and squirrels and stuff. Oh, I like, love that. You know, 
yeah, mm-hmm. anything and put seed out awesome. and wrap, just all sorts of really healthful stuff that we could string and watch and and um, with the but we would take the string down after it was done, of course. But um, so things like that. What about Mother Nature? What about our the beautiful wild birds and other little furry animals, etc. So absolutely the, the charity, mm-hmm. the Medhi's charity deal where we'd go um of course it's not doesn't work out in houston every time we want to do that it's like 80 degrees but handing out blankets and gloves to the homeless people and stuff i swear to god it was always like 80 degrees or above whenever we wanted to do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we can do a lot for other people with for free and with little or no effort all the way up to spending more money and doing a lot of effort. So there's a big spectrum there for us to choose from. But also, again, not only do we need to help other people, but we also need to take care of ourselves, just like Eric said. So that's that's the other side of the coin. Be gentle with yourself if you're grieving the loss of a loved one. Know that we all love you, and we send you love and light and prayers and um, raise your energy in the ways that Eric said without breaking your hip dancing this you know zumba what do you call it something else he's saying right now too is is just he's saying that you know if you are on your own so if you are yeah. celebrating on your own you don't have anybody else he says can you find a buddy whether it's an online buddy can you have a holiday buddy somebody that you can check in with that you can go on zoom with that you can maybe email and talk to if mm. you're having a rough time because he just brought that up when he said, you have all of us, all of our support and mm. these radio shows and all of the different things we do to help support each other. But it's not a bad idea if you've got somebody that you connect with to have a, a buddy system to say, hey, like, let's check in on each other. Let's see how, how we're doing, um, you know, just to keep that well, connection. That's good. And we could, we, could, we could actually do something like that through Channeling Eric is, Bring bring people that are spending the holidays alone together. Of course, you don't Not want to be really. sitting at the carving your turkey with a big no, butcher knife. But, but as a, Zoom do, Eric's, a Zoom Eric's holiday table. Mm. That is that awesome. Fun. Let's yeah. do it. Sounds good. Okay, y'all Eric want to take calls or Eric or, <laughs> and, and Kim and Stephanie, Michelle, do y'all have anything else to add? Take nah, some that's good. Okay. Well, first, let's go ahead and so that people get their pen and the paper. Um, you guys, one by one, we'll start with Kim. Tell, uh, you know, how they can get in touch with you and what sort of things you love to do to help people. Well, um, my website is www.embody-light.com. And um, basically what I do is, primarily healing and psychic medium work, but uh, it's what I would call, what I would describe as quantum energy sessions because we deal with the past, the present, and the future and bring it all into the now and heal from the now. And there's several different modalities, but it would take too long. So let's move on. It's amazing. I've had personal sessions with her and just the epiphanies, just, you know, but sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no. And, yeah, that's what it's about, teaching people how they're creating their reality and then teaching them 
how to create the reality that they truly desire. Right. Yeah. And I've had uh, a session with Michelle and with Stephanie. She did a drumming um, uh, deal with me. It was awesome. And I still, oh, it was amazing. It made me cry. Thanks. But anyway, so go ahead. Michelle, you want to go next? Sure. Okay, so um, I'm the healingheart.com. So that's healing and then h-art.com. And so I'm a healer and psychic medium. And I work with, um, when you have a session, depending on whether we're bringing in your loved ones and we're checking in on your life or also with healing. I also do healing with artwork, with symbols. I do um, distant and hands-on energy healing. And I work through your blueprint with spirit. So getting down to the root of emotional blockages and to move those and start to move you up to your next level. Yeah, you're very powerful. That's it's just awesome. Um, I think that was a, I, yeah, I think that was a session where my husband walked yeah. in and I'm just laying in the dark and my and just getting the inner, the beautiful healing. It's like, hey, I'm gonna order a diet or anything. You want anything? It's like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> So my energy was all open. So I got 729 negative energies jump in that I had to take care of. Oh. Oh, anyway. My. All right. So last but not least, Stephanie. Hey, guys. So I'm Stephanie Enora Perez. And so you can find me at enorascorner.com. Um, in addition to being a psychic medium, I also perform um, shamanic activations. Uh, Native Indigenous drumming. Um, I have a collection of drums from uh, Soaring Blue Eagle, a very close uh, Indigenous friend, Native friend. Um, And Mm. I've had a lot of of fun working with Eric. Um, I channel and trance channel with the Archangels. Um, I help people get reattached to limbs that they have lost. Um, This is something I've been doing a lot lately. I just helped someone reattach an arm that was lost through several lifetimes. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you like a veteran? Like a veteran would have lost an arm, for example? And then they've done yes. that happened other lifetimes? Spiritual reattachment of the limbs. So oh. this is what's been coming up quite a bit for me, helping people to heal from their other lives as well, not understanding yeah. that they had lost these limbs several times over. Um, In addition to that, I also work with parents and children who are showing gifts of early signs and of psychic Mm. abilities, helping them to navigate because that was me. I was lost. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And and that's why it's really important that all of us get together and make that online school for children. And hopefully, you know, with with, if we make it a charity, we can have it for free. I mean, I'm not going to want any money from it. But just to put the seeds into the ground, I just want to see children. They're our future, and I, mm-hmm. I would love to start with uh, start them off on the path. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's so so many who are so very gifted that I've encountered myself, and it's really beautiful. But without direction, it's hard for them to navigate. Yeah. So and really I, I have a service that Eric recommended, an uh, empath protection package for children. Well, also uh, for these children that are so open. And, and it's, they're so open and they go into a toxic environment. Even if there's a place in, you know, in the schoolyard that somebody just had a fight, the energy gets into them. I mean, it's like, um, so they need to, you know, Eric wants me to, uh, and him to protect them 
no, me and he. He and I. Yeah. Grammar police. Anyway, to to help protect them until they, until we teach them how to protect themselves. Until we teach them to ask, is this mine or is it not mine? This energy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll do that in the future, guys. We'll look for that. Maybe we'll start next year. So okay, you want to start taking calls, guys? We should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. We got somebody here from the uh, spinning and spinning three one four area code. Hi there. How you doing? Anybody home? Oh, hello. Hi. This. Hi. Oh my Hi. goodness. Okay. <laughs> Hi. So, um, I guess I'll tell you my, uh, my story. Yeah. So basically, is this Candace? like Candace. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Candace. Yes, okay, Candace. No problem. Where oh, are you wait. Calling from? Candace, where are you okay, calling from? My... Oh, I'm calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. Go for it, Candace. What yeah. you got for us, Deb? Okay. Um. So basically, like somebody like sent something to me. Uh, somebody sent something to me um, seven months ago. It was somebody from my past. They um, they started um, stalking me, and I think they perform like dark magic on me. Mm. And um, yes, and so like I remember yeah. they like started. Hmm. I remember oh, this. They, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's crazy, but they started like messing with my private part, and oh, God. They, they do that. They opened my mind. Yes, they open. He opened my mm-hmm. mind, and his wife, his wife, um, it was him, his wife, and his um, child, one of his kids, and then he had like my classmates torture me. This, I'm 25. I'm 25. I graduated from high school back in 2014 mm. and he he wanted me to come up and I didn't come up so he wait he, what did he, he what um, mean? wait 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 back up what did he want you to do come he up wanted me yeah come up to school so I can so he can like talk to me to see how see how I was doing okay and um since I didn't come up he sent something to me to my face but what did he send what did he send to you something physical or something like um, a curse or something. Uh, I I think maybe hoodoo, but he like the entities. They started attacking me. They were stabbing oh. me and hurting me. And she started. They started using me. They started using Wait, me. Is, is, and they he pushed. Have you asked him if this is if he did this? I'm I am a hundred percent positive that it was him. How do you know? I had. Well, I had well, I had signs. I had dreams, prophetic oh, dreams. Yeah, and it definitely is him. I'll tell you oh, that. Go wow. ahead, continue. Yes, he. I had dreams. It started when I was. It's it's been like it's. I graduated in 2018 from college, and he he checked up on me. I don't know how he checked up up oh, on me, but before that, like. When I was in high school, I just got, like, when I first met him, I met him when I was 14. I got this really, this feeling like I couldn't trust him. But, yeah. like, you know, but he was my teacher. Oh, my so, God. Yes. Oh, and, like, so he, like, 
I noticed like his ship. We started ha- we formed this like psychic connection. But anyway, anyway, it's a, it's a long story. But like he well, like a psychic attack. I mean, I heard something called psychic attack. <clears throat> it's kind of like that, guys. Eric? Yes, it is. It definitely is. But it's more than that. I mean, this goes back past life. Yeah. And yeah. I am like picking up like a. I mean, I know curse is kind of a funny way to to um, to mm-hmm. say this, but it was like something that was done several generations back, and it wow. keeps following your family. Um, yeah. And so, gosh, you you really need more help than we're going to be able to give you on the radio. I am thinking um, you could use like some of the steps shamanic uh, healing that's, to help you with some yeah, of that. That's what I was. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Does you're she gonna need, need You're going to need some of that now. Wait, does she need mm-hmm. her, her uh, open portals to close and close portals it's, open and negativities removed from her and her home? Possible. Um, this feels more like she needs to instill boundaries as well. Like that's very mm-hmm. necessary. And, and, and Kim, the stepping into your power, she definitely mm-hmm. needs that as well. Um, and right, I'm also right. Getting, but I think I'm you're also the first getting, step, step. Yeah, the breaking Sorry. the chains. I can help with that. It's okay. <laughs> seven seven generations back. Like what? Like I'm. Um, I just. I don't know. I don't know if it's too much to ask, but I'm. Oh my goodness. You know, I do Who have Native American in me, but I don't know. I don't what? know if that has anything to do with it. Uh, um. Well, you we, know, it was. Uh, it would be. I would need more time to t- try to decipher oh. through what happened, but it was something something that happened several generations back, and it was a very disempowering thing, and it was a curse thing. It was somebody trying to get even and harm harm you, prevent uh, mm-hmm. prevent you from fully coming into your power, your divine power. Oh, and I so they're that's... back trying to do that in this lifetime as well. Is it I'm wondering if you weren't like. Uh, he definitely wanted to get even, but there is like I think there's like some in, there's an entity inside me that he pushed inside me. I think it's, she it's needs something. portal work. I think she needs portal work. I bet she's got a bunch of open portals this guy created in her with negative entities coming into her energy attachments. You should go to AtlantisScaler.com and get a portal scan. Get a negative entity and portal count. It's inexpensive, and you find whether you've got shit going on or not. You know. Okay. Atlantic. I don't know. I mean, Eric, should would that be a benefit to her or not? It, it would. There's Eric was saying to me that this is a combination of things because um, the the action in this lifetime of the predatory behavior is like activated that. Um, Kim, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but I kept, when you were talking there, I was getting the, the, it's like the stalking, the predatory is bringing up what has come from other generations. It's like invoking mm-hmm. that curse or that energy. Yeah. And there's other things in this lifetime, Candace, that some trauma that has disempowered you or has affected you that because your will is, everything in this lifetime, your empowerment. But when you've had other things at you in your life that has maybe pushed that down, that's like leaving yourself open. And this is a contract. This is like 
like a karma, something that's come forward that your higher self is allowing that's also meant for you to be able to step into your power and meant for you to have this experience. So, yeah, the portal work would help, too. I'd love to do a trauma report on you, Candice, with AtlantisCenter.com, because um, what we do is we look at what kind of shit is going down in this life that's triggering something in another life, past, present, I mean, past or future, but usually past. And there's something being triggered here, and I think Kim is right, that a long line of stuff. And does it have yeah. Yeah. to do with spiritual DNA, Kim? Does she need spiritual DNA cutting mm-hmm. like you've done mm-hmm. with me? Yeah, because we we inherit our DNA from our ancestors. And so Absolutely. This, this, whatever happened has been handed down through the generations in the physical DNA. And then the same souls are incarnating also into those bodies to keep playing mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. This, this is for you to clear in this lifetime, yeah. heal from it, and be done with it. And you really do have yeah. to take your power back. But you're going to need some help with, yeah. um, with some of the entity and the you know the curse yeah. kind of thing that's gone on. It feels very um, like you said, like voodoo. It feels like very um, you know like Southern American voodoo. Mm-hmm. Oh from South America. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, keep in touch. You've got several things that you could do. I mean, I'd like to know what the very okay. first step you could take. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, I guess I can get the portal scan. And I'm also well, getting okay, something about Eric, my is that, family. Is that, the, is that a first step, uh, Eric, for her? I mean, it's the least expensive. Um, let me ask well, Eric, because um, I kind of, what I picked up was step, should she do step first, Eric? Step first, and then the portal okay. work will be more effective. Sounds good. Is Let's that what you're getting to you guys? Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that has something to do with, with Steph, whatever you are able to do has something to do with her vibration. It's like mm-hmm. it does something immediately for her. Yeah. I will. I break the chains. <laughs> this, mm-hmm. is, I, this is something that was done for me in the past. Um, that's how I also became uh, better skilled and and free of things that came down from my own family line as well. So I understand wow, that process. And in a, in a, mm-hmm, in addition to having some shamanic work done, also having a portal scan. I think that there's a benefit there, so that you can have a large picture of what's going on with you, but we can definitely chat about it offline. If you like, please visit my website. It's uh, enorouscorner.com. Uh, how do you, how do you spell it? E-N-O-R-A-S. Corner.com. But I'm going to put it on the YouTube when I put this up too. So, and it's also on the description in the radio promo. So, All right, Candice. Talk to you later, girl. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's see. I've got an international caller here that I want to take. Mm. Hi there. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. How are you? Thank you for calling. This Thank is you Alisa. for taking my call. Sure, sweetie. Is um, this Titu? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I promise you I'll take your call because it's international. But yes, please. Yeah, Tell us how thank we can you so help much. You. you bet, baby. 
just, I just want to connect to my mother. Your mother died, right? Yeah. And her name is? Usha. Okay. How do you spell Usha. that? Usha. Usha, okay. U-S-H-A. U-S-H-A. Okay. Beautiful person. Yeah. Okay. Can you get her energy, uh, one of you guys? Can Eric, can you go find Usha and see if she has a message? She's calling from I India. I can feel a presence right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But she came right in for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, because she died pretty recently. That's pretty myself. amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when mm. you started talking about her, I just started feeling, I hear like a whoosh, 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 whoosh. She just really started coming in very strongly. Um, Mom, she, can you hear me? She can hear you. Um, she, do, do you know that heaven is not like some faraway place? It's a dimension that's right here. That mm-hmm. um, all you have to do is think of her or speak her name, and she she gets the message. She's right there with yeah. you. It's right on top of ours. She, it's like, I hear it's like four inches mm-hmm. above ours, but it's right on mm-hmm. top of ours. Mhm, mhm. You know, and she, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just getting. She's just coming through, and she's showing me that she's watching you, as, especially like in the kitchen. She'd like for you to have her picture in the kitchen. She's watching okay. like, that 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 she really enjoyed being. So she's showing me like creating different things, especially like over the holidays and things of this nature. She's showing me like her working there and like her working with you and like handing things down to you. So like perhaps showing you some recipes and things like that. She's saying like take what I've provided, like what I was able to teach you, and you create something new with that. Is she okay? Is she yeah. happy? Yeah. Did did she just she have, she was, did she just go through an illness? Did she just have a because um, I keep getting um laying in a bed, um, and I keep seeing little um flowers, not large flowers, small flowers. So were there small flowers around her before she passed, or on some bedding or a blanket? I had kept a small flower. Uh, a religious flower given by one of the uh, religious uh, person uh, at the, uh, from the okay. temple. I had kept one, okay. uh, one, one flower. Okay. And yes, she was ill. She was ill for a long time. I mean, though there is no chronic illness. Yeah, but, she, uh, she wants you to know that, that she's okay because she's moving her. Um, it's interesting when Kim said that, that swooshing, that coming in fast, she is well and she is moving with speed is what she oh. wants you to know. Mm-hmm. Moving with speed and with strength. And she's acknowledging the the little flower. And she's showing it to me as a symbol of eternal, as a symbol of life, as a, sternal, uh, a symbol of continuation and she wants to let you know that she stands right in front of you she says she looks right in your eyes and stands right in front of you she says sometimes when you cry sometimes you cry because you feel her she says she's right in front of you it triggers you yeah how does how does the mother how does does ushan best want to communicate with her um through, through song on a radio or 
a feather or uh, birds or, or feeling. what? Feeling is the main thing, the yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. The feeling of the love and remembering yes. her. And then she's right there yes. with you and you can feel her. I have a few questions. I just want to ask if she's fine. Is she alone or is she with my grandparents? I don't want her to she, be alone. She oh, is she's not, not alone. alone. She's with all she's of not her alone. loved ones. She's not alone. Uh-huh. She's with all of her relatives. Does she have any? She's with all her relatives. Yes. Um, whatever happened to her, was it destiny? Or was a mistake by the doctors? Or I did some well, mistake? Or was it some magic? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No, no. Was no, there was no was time it... that point that she chose. Mm-hmm. She chose it. She was ready. Yeah. So it was planned. So it's planned. And I want to ask her, will she be with me? Oh, will she take rebirth? Will she be with you? I didn't understand the last part. Will again, Will she be re? There will will there be reincarnation? Will there be a rebirth? Will she, will she come, come back as a doctor? She wants to wait for you. She wants to wait for her oh. family. But she says yeah. most likely. But she wants to wait for everybody to come home yeah. first. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. All right, yeah. Chi Chi. She, she says to be at peace, honey. She says be yeah, at peace. You can, yeah. yeah, you beautiful. You know, I gave you the name of Renuka. She's great. She's in India, which is your time zone. So you know you can connect with her, uh, mm-hmm. so that you can talk to your mom more. And uh, I hope this gives you peace. But it sounds like she's doing great. She's happy. It was yeah. her choice. It was her mm-hmm. exit point. It was a spiritual contract. She didn't seem to suffer, you know, during the transition. So she's with people she loves over there. And she knows, hears you, your every thought and feels your every feeling. So mm-hmm. beautiful, be okay. beautiful. She wants you to be good. She wants you to be okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And she's sending her love. I see you're blowing oh. you a kiss. Okay. She's, she'll right. be watching well, you from the kitchen. There we go. Yeah. I hope she's a good cook. I hope she's better than I am. Anyway, so thank you so much for joining the show, guys, with Kim Boyd at embody.light.com and Michelle Gray at thehealingh.art.com, which I'll put all here, and also Stephanie at enorascorner.com. And check out my um, new passion, and Eric's too, Atlantiscalar.com, A-L-T-A-N-T-I-S, like Atlantis, like Lemuria, Um, (laughs) Scalar, because we use a scalar energy generator, C, I mean, S-C-A-L-A-R.com, Atlantiscalar.com. Thank you, guys, and have a wonderful week. Thank you. Eric, I love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.